Chapter 16, Preparing for Personal Ascension. Nevertheless, he that endureth in faith and doeth my will, the same shall overcome, and shall receive an inheritance upon the earth when the day of transfiguration shall come, when the earth shall be transfigured, even according to the pattern which was shown unto mine apostles upon the mount, of which account the fullness ye have not yet received. Doctrine and Covenants 63, 20-21. For thousands of years, followers of Jesus Christ have long awaited the time in which we now live. No one knows the day nor the hour, but by being aware of the signs that are aligning with long-foretold prophecies, inspired people can certainly know the season of which they are a part. I would like to stretch your imagination to consider that we live in a time of ascension, which is a necessary step to prepare ourselves in order to bring in Jesus Christ's return. We are taught to believe only Jesus Christ, an immortal being, could ascend or transcend this earthly experience. Scriptures indicate he was the only one set apart to fulfill a purpose no one else could. So how could we even look at it an option for any one of us? It seems quite blasphemous to even consider the possibility. However, we do know from sacred scripture there are others who have transcended this mortal sphere without passing through death. Enoch and a whole city was translated, Melchizedek and his people were as well. Elijah ascended, and we also know the three Nephites and John the Beloved. All stayed on the earth in a translated state, never having experienced death. The possibility of transcending this earth experience through ascension bypasses our understanding personally. We can't, we just can't quite wrap our heads around who we are and the time in which we now live. Alma 5.38 states, Behold, I say unto you that the good shepherd doth call you, and in his own name he doth call you, which is the name of Christ. And if ye will not hearken unto the voice of the good shepherd, to the name by which ye are called, behold, ye are not the sheep of the good shepherd. Would you say this scripture gives you an inkling of who we are? We often reference the interpretation for another rather than ourselves, and it changes the whole meaning. However, when we read with the Spirit, it becomes clear scripture references are referring to us personally. We think if no one is talking about it, then it must not be time to even consider such a thing, or our lack of worthiness completely shoots the possibility out of the water. We claim to have the fullness of the gospel, but do we even know what those blessings are? If we were to ask Christians whether or not we live in the fullness of times, we know most assuredly we do, as even Joseph Smith's time that was revealed. Does this mean we could have accepted these callings at any time? I have always asked myself, if we claim to have the fullness of no claim to have the fullness, why aren't we living it? Would that entail ascension? Many accounts in scriptures encourage us to seek the Lord's face, to prepare for immortality, and to overcome all things. It would seem important for us to accept these greater blessings in our lives and begin to apply it to ourselves in the here and now. It seems important to understand what it would take to rise above the earthly tribulations, to arrive at these higher ascended states of being. Psalms 24, 3-6 states, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessings from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that's, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Are we that generation that seeks his face? How many of us are ready to look at the possibility and consider that we, here on the earth right now, came to do this very important work that transcends preparatory law to the fullness in order to bring in Jesus Christ's return?
What did Jesus say? The topical guide says, uh, DNC 56.2, to take up his cross and follow me. John 13.15, giving you an example, do as I have done. 1 Peter 2.21, Christ, an example that you should follow his steps. 1 John 4.17, as he is, so are we. 3 Nephi 12.48, be perfect even as I. Jesus never specifies the fullness of gospel blessings are for only a few or for only a distinguished group. Given the day in which we now live, with this great outpouring of spirit upon all flesh, as is being revealed through amazing astronomical alignments and other signs in, of the times, those of us with great missions to fulfill are now realizing that we truly can elevate ourselves to levels unprecedented since the restoration of the gospel. Joel 2, 28-29 explains, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids, in those days will I pour out my Spirit. These blessings are being revealed, and signs are manifesting in our young children, and those who live their life by faith. I believe that is the point for us to understand, that the blessings are revealed to those who believe, that these greater states of being will bring in an ascension time. Many scriptures refer to the remnant and the blessings in store for them, which boil down to an overcoming of all things. Let's look at the blessings for those who overcome, where celestial promises are bestowed upon those who seek for them. Doctrine and Covenants 76, 51-59 tells us, they are they who received the testimony of Jesus, and believed on his name, and were baptized after the manner of his burial, being buried in the water in his name, and this according to the commandment which he has given, that by keeping the commandments they might be washed and cleansed from all their sin, and receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands of whom him who is ordained and sealed unto this power, and who overcome by faith and are sealed upon sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, which the Father sheds forth upon all those who are just and true. They are they who are the church of the firstborn. They are they into whose hands the Father has given all things. They are they who are priests and kings who have received of his fullness and of his glory, and are priests of the Most High after the order of Melchizedek, which was after the order of Enoch, which was after the order of the only begotten Son. Wherefore, as it is written, they are gods, even the sons of God. Wherefore, all things are theirs, whether life or death, or things present or things to come. All are theirs, and they are Christ, and Christ's is God's. And they shall overcome all things. It seems quite apparent overcoming indicates we have gone beyond the limitations of this world experience. Let's further read in John, 1 John 5, 4-5. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? If enough saints overcame this earthly experience, what kind of impact would that have on the world? And in, in that overcoming, it seems quite apparent, we do ascend beyond this current reality. And how important would it be to prepare for these magnificent blessings at this time to bring in Jesus' return? Those who personally take up the cross and believe in the great, in the greater blessings, living by faith until they overcome all things of this world, are those who will be prepared for the times in which we now live. In this process, these saints are sometimes referred to as the children of light, and are they who embody the Christ's light, because as he is and will raise their frequencies and vibrations into a pure state as we ascend or move into the millennial time.